Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Los Angeles County has seen an average of 40 coronavirus deaths a day over the past week. That's the highest death rate in the county over a seven-day period in over 10 months. L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer says the number of recent deaths isn't surprising given the rapid rise in new cases over the last month. It's important to note that hospitalizations and deaths are typically lagging indicators. It often takes several weeks after cases increase to see corresponding increases in these outcomes. The sad thing is once we see these increases, they're likely to continue for a few weeks after cases plateau or begin to decline. The county has consistently topped 40,000 new COVID cases a day over the last week, and more than 4,500 people are currently hospitalized in Los Angeles County due to the coronavirus. While the sharp increase is alarming, it's still well below last winter's surge in terms of deaths and hospitalizations. The rise in COVID-19 cases across the state has forced several parades and celebrations honoring the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to be canceled today. Instead of the big annual parade in South Los Angeles, which normally attracts thousands of people, organizers are instead offering free in-car COVID rapid testing. They say that's another way to honor Dr. King's legacy. In San Francisco, the annual King Parade has been canceled, with many of the in-person events now being held virtually. In Sacramento, many state legislators say they continue to be motivated by the words and actions of Martin Luther King more than 50 years after the civil rights leader's death. State Senator Stephen Bradford represents communities in South L.A. County. Bradford has spent more than two decades in public service and has made racial equity a key priority in his legislative efforts. Currently, he chairs California's Legislative Black Caucus and sits on the state's reparations task force. Bradford spoke with the California Report's Keith Mizuguchi about the impact of Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy and the work the senator says we still have left to do. I wouldn't be here probably as a black senator, uh, one of only two right now, if it wasn't for Dr. King. My family moved to Gardena in 1969 when we were the first African-American family on our block a year after Dr. King's assassination, and it afforded me the opportunity to see a very diverse community, but also understand the stark difference that existed and in those communities compared to African-American communities. So it showed me that there was a lot of work to be done. And my parents were a big proponent of uh, Dr. King's legacy and what he stood for uh, to be active in your community, to be registered to vote, to show up and let your voice be heard. So uh, he's had a tremendous impact on me growing up and as an adult and especially as an elected official. 
You are also on the state reparations task force. What have you learned in terms of these hearings that have been held? And what type of progress do you think has been made so far? I mean, I guess the biggest progress is the discussion and the recognition that reparations are owed and still due to African-Americans. It was a promise that was made in 1865. And as Dr. King stated on the March on Washington in speech, when he stated uh, it's a promissory note that has been written to the Negroes that have come back marked insufficient funds. Well, today's it still is that way. I mean, we have still yet to see our 40 acres in a mule, whether that's in the way of free health care, uh, free college tuition at our CSUs, UCs. So those are some of the discussions that we've had. But really shining a light, I authored uh, last year a measure that returned the property to the Bruce family, uh, African-American family that owned the resort in Manhattan Beach in Southern California, and that was taken away from them in 1924. And since then, we've seen just hundreds of stories similar to what happened to the Bruce family in Manhattan Beach, not only in California, but across the nation. So it has shown a light on the fact that African-Americans who did own property or were denied the right of property, that this can be a form of reparations, even though this property was owned by the Bruce family. Obviously, you mentioned the job is far from done, and there are many issues that I'm sure you would still like to see things uh, done with. But what progress do you believe California has made in recent years? I mean, we do have to recognize the progress. Uh, We have greater diversity in our communities, greater diversity in our schools, increased uh, opportunities. We have to to say for not only African-Americans, but Latinos, for women as well. And I think uh, Dr. King could very well be credited for that. But there are still those challenges that still exist that we were you know, fighting for, Dr. King was fighting for 50, 60 years ago. So I do want to recognize that. I, I Again, communities that are better integrated, but at the same way, still have challenges internally in those communities. But uh, I think we have to recognize the success of our African-American Latinos, if not collectively, at least individually, that uh, was made possible because of Dr. Martin Luther King. Once again, that was Southern California State Senator Steve Bradford speaking with the California Report's Keith Mizuguchi. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. 
A massive eruption of an undersea volcano in the South Pacific island nation of Tonga on Saturday prompted tsunami advisories here in California and some precautionary coastal evacuations, like at the Berkeley Marina, where more than 100 people left their residences. Meanwhile, this is some of what locals saw and heard in the Santa Cruz area. There's cars floating in the uh, parking lot. Horns going off. That's Vern Fisher, a photographer on the Central Coast. Waves generated by the volcanic eruption damaged boats in the Santa Cruz Marina and flooded parking lots. The Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk was also temporarily closed, and a surfing competition was canceled Saturday. In other spots along the coast, surfers were rescued by the Coast Guard and the San Francisco Fire Department, and in San Mateo County, two fishermen who were swept out into the water were rescued and transported to a hospital for treatment. And that is the California Report for Monday, January 17th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a happy Martin Luther King Day. Support for the California Report comes from the California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just healthcare system. On the web at chcf.org slash health equity. Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. And hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors, like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book, I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.